Now playing comes a podcast from two brothers. My name is Christian Duran. And I'm Pedro Duran. About the movies that raised them. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? From the laugh out loud comedies to the explosive 90s action flicks. Welcome to Earth. The heartwarming animated classics to the tear jerking Oscar bait dramas. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And now, grab your popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. My name is Christian Duran. I'm one of the hosts of the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. The other Duran is here, and his name is Pedro Duran. Hey, everyone, how are you? There it is. Pedro and I, as I call him Mike, uh, for reasons that will go unexplained throughout, uh, yes. the, <laughs> throughout the podcast. Unsolved mystery, yes. Yes. Mike and I like to talk about movies. There's no better person I like to talk about movies with than one Pedro Duran. So we will be talking about movies here. Uh, mm-hmm. Mostly what we saw this week. Weird, random, maybe 90s movies, 2000s movies. I, we were talking about the movie Running Scared. Um texting back and forth about running scared this week so we'll get into all that one question i had for you that i've been thinking about all week do you care about the oscars uh not really i do um i will admit i do put some money on them i do do gambling on them so that's yeah i do so that's kind of what my extent of it (laughs) so yeah yeah, um i'm there's like there's a website and you know they you put bets on anything sporting events football basketball and every year they'll they'll do novelty stuff so they might do like who do you think is going to win the bachelor and all those topics i don't really care about but i do care about like the oscars and i'm at least interested in them so i'll put a little money on some stuff that i think is gonna work out so um when i won big uh when parasite won so i think yeah i think i got like over i made like over 200 on parasite and and there was something else i made um i don't remember that year i I won on parasite i remember that and mm, i don't remember um but then the year after i mean before then i've lost I don't place big, big bets, but I lost on Best Director with Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. I thought it was that. I thought it was his year that year because specifically with that movie, I felt like it's so, so much about him and so personal to him. Yeah, that um, I thought he was going to win, but he didn't. So I lost a little bit of uh, cash on that. Um, and then, why, why do you think that? Why do you think it's a personal movie to him? Uh, well, I think all his movies are really personal, but I think with that one, that is this, what the, it's, it's weird. If you say to watch one Tarantino movie, I would say watch Pulp Fiction, right? Because that's just the one that kind of not kicked it off, but that's the one that really cemented him. Um, but with, uh, once upon a time, why it's, I feel it's a little more personal to him is because it takes place in Los Angeles, where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the era in which he his childhood slash adolescence was. Um, all those little references when, like, you know, uh, Cliff and Booth are just Cliff, Cliff and Booth, Cliff and uh, Rick, Rick 
are driving in the car and you hear the ads for, you know, the, uh, like for instance, the illustrated man or this ad for this gum, what product or whatever. Um, I think that's all stuff that he just grew up with. He listened to on the radio. Mm-hmm. So he, that's what he's just throwing in. And, um, you know, the scene where, um, uh, Rick and, um, uh, is this Schwartz or Schwartz or whatever Al Pacino's character um, are talking and he's saying, you know, you're going to do uh, next week. What have they got you doing? You're going to fight this guy on this show and this guy. And I'm sure like those are all shows that he grew up with that. Yeah. Um, even for the first time watching it, I was like, uh, uh, first time I watched it in theaters, I was, uh, and I saw it twice in theaters and I watched it and I have it on Blu-ray, but I saw t- first time I saw it on, uh, in the cinema, I was like, okay, these are definitely shows that he's familiar with yeah, that he grew up with. And these are like, he's giving you references to actors that he knows and he grew up with and, and, and just TV and stuff like that, that he, he, that he just knows like the back of his hand. Um, and, um, trying to think oh also other stuff i mean i mean we kind of talked about it on 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 text this week but i saw a video where this person was arguing that the relationship with rick and cliff booth might mirror uh tarantino's relationship with harvey weinstein in the sense of you know these two guys started off on the indie circuit and as uh, you know, uh, Weinstein gave finance Tarantino's movies, and as Tarantino became more successful, it thus gave Weinstein a little more clout in Hollywood to the point that he got to be a major player, right? Um, and he's worked with Weinstein all the way through, with the exception of I think Reservoir Dogs, his first one, right? Or is it? Did he? Did Mary yeah, Max- I, I think all the way up until Hateful Eight. Uh, uh, no, I, th- I, th- I, think, I think Once Blade Upon a Time was the first one. Yeah, because yeah, that was that was, that was a Sony film, Sony Pictures. Yeah. So, um, well, so, so was yeah. Django. Uh, Django was Columbia. a Sony movie. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, right. right. Uh, but I, I, that was the first one where Harvey wasn't involved, I think, was Once Upon a Time. Yeah, and um, in relation to Cliff and uh, Rick, they came up together. Um both of them are kind of, as you know, Tarantino says he's going to make ten movies. That's his ninth movie. So this, Tarantino knows that his film career is coming to an end, and that's something that Rick is dealing with in the movie, right? If his film career is coming to an, Tarantino's film career is coming to an end, maybe that relationship with Weinstein is coming to an end, um, or maybe he's commenting on the the controversy with his with Weinstein, and he knows that. It's coming to an end. Like that relationship is just—it's not going to work out anymore. Also, the scene where Kurt Russell, as a stunt coordinator, goes and tells uh, 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 Rick in the in the um, trailer. In the trailer, yeah, he goes, "Hey, man, I don't like your buddy. I don't like. I don't dig his vibe. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, my you know, my um, guy killed his fucking wife. My wife doesn't like him. Even that, not yeah. like my wife doesn't like him. I don't dig his yeah, vibe. But- I don't want him on my set." And I'm sure Tarantino's probably had people tell him about Weinstein and kind of like he heard, he's heard the rumors and, and Tarantino's admitted it. He's heard the rumors, but he just kind of like brushed it off. And then you have Cliff, uh, um, uh, Rick, excuse me, uh, defending 
Cliff. Oh, you don't believe that, man. Come on. You don't believe that old shit. And he's just, you know, he's defending him. So who knows? Maybe Tarantino had to defend him, you know, behind the scenes. Come on, man. Don't believe that. You know, he just kind of brushes it off. And who knows? I'm just looking at it with with a different lens after I watched this this, um, this analyze video. And other things, obviously, by the end of the movie, Rick gets married. In the movie, it's an Italian actress, but non-American actress. Yeah. Tarantino now is married to um, an Israeli, an Israeli singer. I think. I think singer, she's a singer, yeah. yeah, or at least an Israeli celebrity. So you know, and you know, if you look at the two women, they kind of make could you an argument could be made that they look similar. Both brunette, uh, speaking, uh, uh, they speak a, a second language. Yeah. So I just kind of, um, oh, and then also, you know, Tarantino's. He's more like an elder statesman now, you know, um, and you got these new uh, filmmakers coming up and new Hollywood coming up. Um, and he even talks about it in the film, you know, like Rick is on his way out and and all this stuff. And then the, the you have Sharon Tate coming up as a new Hollywood and then also a bit of meta uh, commentary, all the. Well, I think most of the Manson kids are just the the the, the kids of celebrities right there's bruce willis's yeah. kid in there kevin smith's kid is in there uh uma thurman's kid is in there maya right. uh rumor and um uh what's her name um annie mcdowell's kid annie mcdowell's kid oh yeah of course annie mcdowell's kid yeah. and um kevin smith's kid is harley harley quinn yeah mm-hmm. so um and austin butler is a new and up-and-coming new guy in hollywood yeah. um so yeah it just it, it just with all that i kind of like wow he's really putting a lot in what his kind of what he feels about his maybe his status in hollywood or what his just his emotional state in hollywood yeah i just i, I just i yeah like i said i watched a video essay about that and it just made me think about the movie a little bit differently so mm. and when i and i put all that together i was like oh that seems like a um I'm sure all his movies are personal, but that seems up to this point his most personal film. Yeah. And anyway, so that's why I thought he was going to um, win win the Oscar that year. But uh, what about you? Do you really pay attention to these things, the Oscars or? Yeah, kind of. I I used to care more for just the like for um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, being a film fan, you kind of like. Yeah. You want the best film to win. Yes. And like, I, you know, like it's weird because like in the 2000s, Do I, you want I the was the best like, film to win or the film that you think should win. The film I think should win. Yeah, the film me that too. I think is the best film. So yeah, I, um, I don't, uh, when I was like, you know, in film school and stuff, I would like, like I wanted Lord of the Rings to win best picture for the three movies every year. And I was like, dude, this is the fucking best picture, dude. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it won the third year and I was happy and everything. And it was really an, a, a win for the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as the years go on, you go like, well, there there will be blood is the best picture of the year. Uh, the social network is the best picture of the year. Yeah. And as time goes by and it doesn't win, you realize a lot of it is just campaigning. Mm. And there's a certain movie that wins best picture yeah, that exactly. is just that is so i i am interested but i don't really it doesn't mean anything to me in terms of like you know it doesn't decide a movie's longevity in the way i don't think it in the way it ever did but like good movies survive but it is interesting and you want to see certain people win like i want i do want quentin to win a best picture Mm. um 
and the best director, honestly. He's written yeah. best screenplay twice, been yeah. nominated for best director a few times. I think, I don't know, Parasite was really good. But, and the thing is, like, people have talked about this before, but Oscars should be held every 10 years. In other <laughs> okay. words, like, we should be having the Oscars for best picture of 20. Of the decade. No, we should be, this year should be the Oscars for best best picture of 2013 we should be doing that this year because it's 10 years past and now we have like a good we're like was 12 years of slave really the best movie of that year yeah i see what you're or saying was yeah. it like or which one am i watching this year which is a uh, last which is last long so is it silver linings playbook amore Django Unchained, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Zero Dark Thirty, Argo, Les Mis, or Beasts of the Southern Wild? Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, me too. Personally, I'm going to pick. I know where you're going with. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, well, the two movies off that list that I own and I watch um, a lot are obviously Django Unchained. We just been yeah. talking about Quentin Tarantino and Lincoln. Yeah. You know, I, I love those two movies and for, well, two different reasons, but like I, I can watch those movies. I just pop them in. Those are just movies I'll pop in and I'm like, I won't even have to pay attention. I'm just like cleaning the house or doing something different. I just yeah. like them in the background. They're just comforting to me, you know? So, but yeah, I know I, I agree with you. Like it, it, I guess, yeah, I do. It used to matter. Like, I guess growing up, it was like, wow, uh, you know, but then when you see things like, even take something like the best picture out of the out of, out of the topic but like best actor in 2008 i think rdj should have been nominated for iron yeah. man you know right. because a he is as ironic as to say he is iron man like yeah. you, you can't even imagine somebody else playing tony stark right yeah. he, he nailed the performance Mm-hmm. It's a comeback performance, right? Yeah. I mean, you can argue that uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was the one that it was a big it was a comeback, but this was the one that he was like, "Yo, he's back and he can lead a blockbuster movie," right? Yeah. Rejuvenized, rejuvenated. Excuse me. Yeah, it rejuvenated his career. So how can you not say that it's not even worth nominating, man? Like, yeah. you know, like I, I'm, I'll, I'll, I would like to go back to see 2000 and even the two, that same year, 2008, you know, something like the dark Knight wasn't nominated, you know? And that was like one of the biggest movies of the year. And I think that is, that is a modern classic movie. It's uh it's interesting. Cause Steven Spielberg this week just said that dark Knight should have been nominated. He said, really? Yeah. He said, he said, um, if there were 10 nominees that year, um, dark Knight definitely would have been nominated. It's like, it deserved to be, and it's such a fascinating thing for him to say because, mm. I mean, he watches everything, which is like, you realize like he watches everything. He said in an interview the other day I was listening to where he's like the last movie, the first movie that I saw in a theater since like whatever the pandemic was. Nope. He's like it's the first movie I went out to the theater to go see. I was like fucking stupid Spielberg song. Nope. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. so tight. Like if I was Jordan Peele, I'd be like, ah, yeah, no, <laughs> that's so tight. <laughs> but yeah, um. Sean Penn won for Milk as Harvey Milk for Best Actor. I mean, he was he was great though. He yeah. really was good, man. Like I, yeah, yeah. I you know, what? honestly, was, come on, Sean Penn's already won an Oscar, hasn't he, for Mystic but, River? So it's kind of like, come on, and man. That's interesting because that's some of the that's some of the metric that goes into it. It's like yeah. for me, that's some of the metric that goes into it. For example, this year, Michelle Yeoh is nominated for Everything, Everywhere, All the Time. Have you seen yeah. that? I feel like I haven't. I have. You. I have. Yeah. Okay. I so like Michelle it. I, I, I'm going to tell you. I, I think she's going to win for that. Yeah. 
I she was nominated for everything everywhere all at once. Um, so is Kate Blanchett, but Kate Blanchett's won like twice. So I yeah. think but in my opinion, Tar is the best performance of the year. I haven't in seen my that. Opinion, I have to, yeah, I I have to Ma- check it out. But I want Michelle Yeoh to win because I think she deserves it. Yeah. For the her body of work, her That's history, what I mean. That's career. why I think she's going to win yeah. because it's going to be like a career award, you know? Yeah. And exactly. also some other things like let's be real, it's just going to be some other things like politically for, you know, that that they they're, they're going to they're going to yeah. it's going to sway in her favor, you know? Yeah, and that's fine, but it's like it's also yeah, I don't like I care about that, yeah. The freaking short round is about to win. I hope he wins best. Yeah, I hope uh, he wins too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be it's nice. It's a nice story. Yeah. But um and you know and it's not unwarranted, you know what I mean? It's like and yeah. you look at the other nominees and it's like Barry Keoghan or Barry whatever. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll get another shot. You know, Colin Farrell yeah, will get still another young. shot. Yeah, yeah. Like that's why I want Brendan Fraser to win. I haven't seen the movie at all. I just want Brendan Fraser to win because Colin Farrell will do something good again. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know how many chances Brendan Fraser has and this is like this is a good shot. So yeah, just give it to Brendan. Cause, but you know what, but that's, but this is also going against my 10 years from now statement. It's like 10 years from now is Brendan Frazier, the best performance of the year. I don't know. Yeah. But that's, uh, a th- hmm. but see, that's it. Well, but you got to think about, is it the best performance of the year? You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's like, um, um, imagine an actor came out, did one movie and he was, he or she was the best person and then yeah. never did anything else. And it was just like, yo, for whatever reason, you nail that part, you became yeah. that person. And and that's what it is, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's just cause obviously they're all talented people. So it's really hard to, um, just say this person's performance is better than another person's performance or this movie, um, was put together better or something like that but it's at the end of the day i think you have to take you have to watch all the movies that are nominated and be like which one resonated the most with you and then just just that has to be your vote and i think on the overall scale the other stuff comes into it like oh it's a career comeback thing um you know this person hasn't acted in you know however long and now this is this is this and their story is crazy so i think all that other stuff comes in but yeah it's just yeah this it's just, it's just difficult to pick uh, you know best performance but i'm thinking about like 2008 right the, yeah. uh, do you do you remember any of the other nominees in 2008 for best uh best actor best actor uh yeah. if, it's, Sean if Penn. It was 2008 mm. well it's weird because it's like i, I always get screwed up because the winners for 2008 are actually movies from 2007 if i'm right, right. the year before uh right? no so no no, no. So yeah these- so so this is so this would be the awards that uh premiered on 2009 the year prior okay so 2008 would be uh so, so we said are- sean penn sean penn won for milk yeah so this is a weird year because it's like this is the one the slumdog millionaire won right for best, best picture. uh yes that's correct gotta be right yeah so by the way i know all the best pictures from 1970 to 2000 probably i could probably do from 2020 but i'll fuck up somewhere mm. 15 anyway um milk harvey uh 
I almost said Harvey Weinstein. Sean Penn. Uh, fuck, man. No, he's There's, the only one I remember. Yeah. So it's Richard Jenkins for The Visitor. I've never seen it. I never saw it. Frank Langella for Frost Nixon. Okay. That wasn't that good. Yeah. Brad Pitt for The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Not that good. Iconic. Not that good either. Yeah. You know, That's what's like, weird? you know what's weird about that movie? Iconic yeah. title, not that iconic of a movie. Mm. Iconic I, premise. Yeah, yes. I, I'll give you that. Because if you say, you can just say, I have been, like, I'll tell people, people will say, oh, you look so young. And I'll say, yeah, I have Benjamin Button disease. And they know exactly they, what I'm talking exactly, about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What are other movies that are like that where the premise is iconic, but the movie's not? Uh, oh, the movie is not. Interesting. Um, that's a difficult one. Sometimes I like tell people who I was incepted, but I think yeah, people, yeah, Inception, <laughs> but people know Inception, but the purge is a good one. I think yeah, the movie yeah. that I kind of, everybody knows the premise. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're having a purge. Um, well, like the, when the lockdowns were happening, uh, I was yeah. just saying, yeah, it's time to purge, um, yeah. Inception, um, I would say Inception oh. is iconic, but I get what you, yeah, but it kind of fits in that, like everybody knows, everybody understands the premise. The premise is almost a meme. Yeah. Um, um, I'm gonna Memento, like you could almost like use the title as a verb. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people know about momentum. Like yeah. people don't, mm, I don't know. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Anyway. So, and then the last one, which I think was a, um, um, Speaking about people with about comebacks and and all that stuff, uh, Mickey Rourke for the wrestler, which I thought oh, I like the wrestler. I wanted him to win. I yeah. wanted him to win that year because Sean Penn, again, Sean Penn didn't need it, but it was the best performance. Mickey Rourke is like, when's Mickey Rourke gonna again? But this is again, this is another Darren Aronofsky movie. Yeah, it's like Brendan Fraser for the whales, Darren Aronofsky, and Mickey Rourke for the wrestler is Darren yeah. Aronofsky. It's like, oh. when is when is Mickey Rourke gonna get the shot again? Yeah, it's like. And he was, you know what I just read and I didn't realize I had, I heard this in an interview going back to Tarantino is that Mickey Rourke was the choice, was the first choice for Stuntman Mike in, um, Oh yeah. It would have been amazing. If you watched Sin City, you go, he would have been perfect. And you know, like that, that scene, I just watched that movie again. The first like hour up until the first girls get killed. Mm. I don't care for like anything, like the second group of girls. Cause Mm. it's just like the talking is like. It's actually not that as interesting as the first group of girls, mm-hmm. um, but that movie is so good. That first, the first part at the whole bar is like amazing. And the thing with Mickey Rourke is he can he he can be charming, and yes. yeah, but also when he flips, he could be like, oh man, he's kind of like yeah. a, a weird psycho, and he can be yeah. menacing at the same time. So he has that face where he's like, you go like, oh, like something's you, you're kind of like not off-putting but just like you're like something's up with this dude but then when he talks he's, you can he's a fucking teddy bear and he's so yeah. he's super sweet and especially in the wrestler he's just so sweet yeah and uh and um but he can also be incredibly aggressive and switch on a dime in a and and sin city is like sin city how did he not get a nomination for that movie well it's because it's sin city that's why it's a comic book movie and this is especially when comic books movies are just getting started and it's all like it's too stylized you know what i mean it's just like it's too like nasty like it's too like the the subject matter is like too kind of Mm off-putting um but he is so good in it like like 
He's so brilliant in that movie. I remember watching that in the theater and just everybody, I, you could feel when everybody's connecting with a character mm-hmm. in the theater and Marv is like, you know, by the end, everybody's rooting for Marv and then he gets the electric chair and then he's like, all right, he's dead. And then he wakes mm-hmm. up, he's like, he didn't do it again. And then everybody's in the theater is like, woo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry, I'm going off the And also path. one thing with, and especially with Sin City, I always remember when even first time I watched it, like, his just his voice, so the focus on his voiceover yeah. is just so gravelly, and and um, yeah, and and uh, rah, 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 rah. and it's just it like an amazing uh, voice. Yeah, it just it, it, you know, it just it just um, it just draws you in, you know. So yeah, um, so who are the other nominees? Who's left for? for that's it for two thousand eight. That was it. Okay. Yeah, uh, but then, ironically, yeah. for best supporting, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for Tropic Thunder. Oh, for Tropic Thunder. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course it went to Heath Ledger. See, I, I mean, but that's, yeah, that's untouchable performance, but I yeah. would have nominated, see everybody, Robert Downey Jr. was like the big showy performance. I would have nominated Tom Cruise for Tropic Thunder because in my opinion, that's Tom Cruise's best performance mm. of any of them, of all performances. Tom Cruise is great, by the way. Tom yeah. Cruise is an amazing actor. Yeah. Tropic Thunder is his best performance where he was really? I will literally fuck you up find out who that was yeah <laughs> yeah that's good he's brilliant in that movie man just go on youtube and look up the clips if they would have played that at the oscars of like the i will i will get uh the u.n to get a non-binding resolution i will fuck you up yeah <laughs> one thing that does put me off is at the end when he's like is it flow rider he's dancing to yeah it's apple stupid. bottom jeans yeah i'm like oh god it like it's just it. yeah it's like all right okay yeah um Nonsense. I was going to say, but, I was talking to somebody or I was talking about something. I can't remember. Oh, I think I brought up, I was talking about someone with the Oscars or something. And I was like, oh, it's, it's interesting. I didn't expect top, uh, top gun speaking about Tom Cruise, top gun Maverick to be nominated yeah. for best picture. And I guess, so. I mean, I mean, I think that what they're trying to do now is incorporate the big blockbusters. Cause it is kind of like a thing of yeah. like general, the, the average citizen will be like, you know, how come, you know, Top Gun wasn't on there. I thought I loved it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and we're like, but what's tall? I never heard of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I yeah. hate to be stereotyping Southern voice or whatever, but the audience understands what I'm doing. Um, yeah. And so it's it's that. And anyway, I was talking about Tom Cruise. And then this person was like, I just don't like him. And I'm like, why? It was like, I just don't like him. I'm like, what's not to like? I mean, the thing, and I think this person was trying to say about his personal life and Scientology stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, his job is to be a movie star. And as long as he does that good, I don't care about his personal. Obviously, if he's like hurting people and stuff, that's different. But yeah. he, did you not see that Mission Impossible where he's hanging off the plane? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> or he, yeah, he, he or he's um, not hanging off the is the, the Burj Khalifa, where, you know, and he's uh, running around in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a sandstorm like he's doing shit that yeah. movie stars do like he will he's wants to die for his movie <laughs> right, you know yeah. like he, he's a movie star and that's what he does and that's like and as like i i can i'll appreciate that man so it's i, I that's awesome yeah he's um it, i i have to say i don't really get the top gun maverick thing i watched top gun maverick i was like 
I think the thing that people like about it is that it kind of reminds you of the old blockbusters, yeah. like just a an original blockbuster movie that isn't about fucking superheroes. Um, yeah. And I think it just really works for people. I don't really have a relationship to Top Gun. I watched Top Gun, the first one, kind of straight through for the first time ever before it came out. Mm. And I was like, okay, all right. I think if you watched it when it first came out, you probably have a different relationship to it. And yeah. I think the second one really works for you and people who like the movie. I just, I just go, no, it was a good, it's a good movie, but yeah, like, like praise and the worship of it. I just, I don't really get in that way. Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, I saw Top Gun, I think last year for the first time, I found it incredibly boring to be honest yeah. with you. Like I get it. And I don't think it's, I think it's just because I watch a lot of movies and I, and I've seen it before and it was, it's a bit tropey and, you know, and yeah, cliche. Well, because, you, because you've seen all the movies that have, it probably was original when it came out and you've yeah. seen all the movies that have cliched it. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I was like, okay, I get it, man. Like, it's fine. It's fine. But I remember I was like, I'm, I'm kind of bored with this a little bit. So, um, so yeah. So I, and I haven't seen Top Gun Maverick. I've been meaning to, cause everyone's talking about it, but I just, I, I'm going to watch it. It's on my list, but I, I will watch it. It is one of those that I think you had to see in the theater. And yeah. That's Top Gun Maverick. Of, Top Gun Maverick. It's oh, part okay. of it is the theater yeah. experience of it yeah. in the same way as Wave Water is, yeah, uh, which is also nominated. For have you seen that? I have not seen it yet. Wow, I saw. I saw this. Yeah, I saw it uh, last weekend, and man, what? You know, I, I think last time we were talking, I was uh, complaining about like the MCU, and it was just like it's just so corny that everything's on green screen and you know nothing's real. And then I watched this movie, and I'm like, dude, this is incredible. I don't know, it, it is. <laughs> is incredible like it is if you watch it you have to watch it on the big screen and i watched it in 3d i watched it imax 3d and i think that's the best way to watch it i mean because you're totally immersed in it 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 reminded me of remember when we used to go like universal studios or disney and there was always maybe a part of the ride where you had to put on the 3d glasses and like the things come out at you like i'm thinking about honey i shrunk the kids ride or the terminator 3d ride which makes sense because it's james cameron and then like the chair moves i think that was the only thing i was missing in this movie like the chair wasn't moving and i wasn't reacting (laughs) and like i'll be i wouldn't be surprised if the next avatar 3 he's like all right so i'm doing all that and i'm gonna add like smell vision so you can smell the flowers in pandora and i'll be like all right man i'm down because that 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 shit was incredible and i mean it's just Man, it's it's so visually crazy, and I, the whole time I'm watching like this is just fake blue people, and I am yeah. totally immersed in it in their lives. Um, when they, I mean, uh, no sport. I mean, basically something happens where they have to move to clans, so they have to move to in with like the water tribe, right? Yeah, and they have to learn the way of the water. Haha, right? So, and they're swimming and stuff. And then when they go like swimming and they're swimming with the alien life on Pandora, I mean, it's, you're there, you're underwater. And then there are scenes where the camera goes from underwater to above water and you're there the whole time. And the droplets on these animals, uh, 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 on the blue skin, it's there, little droplets. And I mean, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's like, it's so realistic. 
and they and it's I'm mean, I embarrass myself now, but they have like the the aliens that like there's female aliens. I'm like, yo, these fucking female chicks are looking kind of sexy as fuck like they're like so realistic <laughs> like it's really crazy but in all honesty it's just visually crazy and and it's a good story like it's okay. not, if it was just one thing it'd be like oh the cgi is crazy it's really visually um great and it's a it, the story is incredible i was um um i was really enthralled by it and it has heart yeah. and that's the thing too like you f- you're like feeling one of these creatures dies and i was like dude what the fuck man i felt bad like I, and yeah. i'm just like <laughs> this is a whole cgi a uh, blue monster thing and i felt bad and i, I mean it's an, it's an incredible movie it's three hours long I, it it kind of moves along really fast so it's in that way it's good but you know you you will have to go to the bathroom and and stuff and then yeah. um the third act isn't really, really good because there's a part where they're on a ship and it's sinking. And I was like, wow, how did he do that? But then I thought I left the movie and I was like, oh, yeah, James Cameron's done that before. He's done a movie yeah. about a sinking ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, he's done a movie about a sinking ship. And it was like, oh, that's why it looks so like incredible how, how, how he was yeah. maneuver, able to maneuver the camera and make it look just how they're swimming through the thing. So uh, it's a total recommend, but I say you got to watch that thing in theaters, man. And in 3d if you can. Wow. It's such a, I don't know, man. It's so funny because everybody's like, you know, for the past, everybody's been like, the fuck are we going to watch this fucking avatar two shit for, for the past? Like, yeah. However long it's been since 2009. Me too. I was just like, who cares? Who cares about this? shit?" And now everybody's walking out like pretty unanimously. Everybody's like, dude, it was fucking crazy. It was amazing. Yeah. I'm like, this motherfucker, James Cameron, is really, like, has he made a bad one? Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen hmm. The Abyss, but I don't know. I don't think it's bad. It's, I mean, his worst one is probably, like, Piranha, but you can't even count Oh, yeah, that. you can't it's fault like him early. for that. That's, yeah. like, an early, early thing, you know? But, so. like, but like uh, what's it called? Um, even True Lies, which is, like, Yeah, I like True Lies. I saw that I uh, recently. It's so funny. Yeah. And um, it's very not like that one. And I think the abyss are like kind of not available in the U S and like Blu-ray or anything. What true right lies now. in the abyss, true lies in the abyss are not like mm. really, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, you're in Australia, so maybe it's more available to you internationally, but mm, I'll have to check. I don't think it's, I, I don't even think it's streaming here anywhere. Really? Piranha it's, 2, uh, it's Piranha 2, the spawning is probably something he just doesn't want to be associated yeah, with, so he I mean, probably buried like the, it. This is an early movie. It's like, you know, student film, basically. Yeah. I mean, True Lies has its fault, too. I mean, it's a remake, too. It's a French remake. Um, right. So it has its fault, too. I mean, it runs – I saw it just recently. It's, it it um it runs long because um, there's a section where it's like, okay, it could have ended there, but then they kind of continue with yeah. it. Um. But earlier, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, because they got to save her, and it's just like, oh yeah, remember the kid in the movie? Oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah, remember his daughter? Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. but I think that's a, that's an Arnold thing. I think it was a thing of Arnold was like, listen, I have to be the I have to be the hero at the end. I have to do something. It just can't be. Yeah. Yes, I, I I saved Jamie Lee Curtis, and the nuclear explosion happens in Florida, but you know we can end it there. But I need to be. 
badass one more time. So, you know, we, we add, we put a third act in the movie and uh, yeah. And, and it's all good. And have you ever listened to Arnold Schwarzenegger's interviews when he's like promoting uh, stuff? Not really. I mean, yeah, not, in any, not in any analytical way, but no, he's like really good. He's like really, he really, be- he makes you really, really yeah. He, well, I don't know what it is, but even though, well, even in pumping up, have you seen oh, pumping iron? Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, really, He's charming and he's just like the way he talks. He's just really confident in himself. Sure. He's very, it's no surprise that he became one of the biggest movie stars ever. He's just like, he's very confident. He's very optimistic. Mm -hmm. He's very like, he seems pretty like nice and open to everybody. And just like, is kind of in on the joke of himself in ways. And uh, one of the funny things about Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I've said this about Gal Gadot too, is that like, (laughs) There's no movie like no. Yes. There's not any movie where they make fun of his accent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just like go, like, yeah, the motherfucker has an accent. Deal yeah. with it, dude. Like, yeah. His name is Alan Smith. And yeah. He was born in Detroit, but somebody yeah. has the craziest yeah. fucking accent in the world. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, my name is John Matrix. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I am a kindergarten um, teacher. But yeah, I love the thing I love now is like, I love how much he loves being an American. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you go to his Instagram and stuff, he's just like all for like, you know, 4th of July, he's like grilling dogs. He's like, this is the best country in the world. Smoking a cigar in his backyard. Like he's fucking with my little horse. You know, he has a little horse. I know that. He has a pet mini horse in his in his place, and he, like, I saw something. He just lets it in the house, and people, because he doesn't like it's it's like, and, and he doesn't like mention it because obviously yeah. he lives there. So people would be at his house, and this little horse will come into the house like a dog. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's you want to do something with that horse." He's yeah, like, oh, that's the horse. Yeah. So um, there's two things I I want to go back to. Well, really, the first one I want to go back to is way back is we started talking about iron man yeah i rewatched uh iron man uh 2008's iron man the thing that started the mcu and uh i had some thoughts i didn't get through the whole way through but i i watched enough that i was like this movie is incredible um it's like it really is great and it's in a weird way it's almost like not an mcu movie Mm -hmm. in that like first of all it's shot on film it's shot in locations. There's probably very minimal green screen. Yeah. And it's like a real John Favreau has a real filmmaker's hand when he's making that movie. Like just the little touches. Um, it, it's just really well done. Like that scene of introducing Pepper Potts is so well done of like Leslie Bibb wakes up after sleeping with Robert yeah. with the Tony Stark and she's messing yeah. around. She has the moment where she's like touching stuff. She touches like the security panel and freaks out and does something. Yeah. And then and then the shot moves and reveals that Pepper Potts been standing there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, Oh, oh, you must be the famous Pepper Potts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, so Tony makes you do his laundry. I do all his thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, including Tank. Yeah. Including yeah. Tank I love that line. Is will there be anything else? Cut to the yeah. next scene. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful moment. It's like there was like that was like there's a lot of filmmaking and like uh, ingenuity in that MCU early in the early part of it. I mean, specifically in that movie, that movie's very, very good and very underrated as a piece yeah. of like brilliant popcorn 
mo- uh, movie making. And then the fact that Robert Downey Jr. is like, I mean, we are so ingrained. It's so ingrained in us now. But that performance is kind of a revelation. And I think you're right. I think it did deserve a nomination. Um, I yeah, mean, especially I- if you go back and like every 10 years, you're like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he be nominated for that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I mentioned to you. It's it's funny because Tony Stark is Bruce Wayne. He's happy Bruce Wayne. He's a billionaire. His parents died early. Um, he's a superhero, but he doesn't have powers. So all of his, you know, everything is just on him. And when he puts on the suit, he is, you know, the the yeah. superhero Iron Man or you know uh, Batman as well. But uh, Bruce Wayne's mopey. He's angry. He's brooding. Uh, Tony Stark likes being him, you know, yeah. like he, he, he's like, yeah, I'm the coolest guy. And he, he will yeah. just say, and one, one of my favorite things in, in the, especially in that beginning where they're wherever, wherever they like the Gulf or Middle East or something, or, um, um, yeah. Afghanistan or something. Um, he goes, uh, will it be cool to, t- is it, is it cool if I take a photo with you? He goes, yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> yeah. So then he puts a peace sign up and he goes, no gang signs, please. He goes, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, like, it's just so like. Tat, 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 tat. So, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's really good. But also the thing is John Favreau is a real, real director. You know, this guy yeah. did swingers like on a shoestring budget, you know, it made yeah. it entertaining. And the thing with that movie, it's just so subtle, but that scene where he, he gets that girl's number and he calls her and he just leaves her a message and he goes, Oh, he's, he hangs up the phone. He's like, that was stupid. So he calls her again. And then he goes, oh, no, 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 no. And he calls it, hangs up and he goes, oh, that was really bad. So he calls her again and he keeps going for it. I just, I just, that scene is, that scene is great because he keeps raising and raising and raising to the point as audience member, you're sitting there and you're like, don't pick up that phone. So, and then he went on to do Chef too, which is a movie about food. You know, it's very, you know, low key. And you watch that and I think that's a, that's an awesome movie too. It's an amazing movie. It's one of the movies that I call, I mean, I talked to you, but, but it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's better than pretty good. It's uh, but I feel like it's not talked about enough because it's so well done. And it's just one of those like great little light movies. That's like, it's like, yeah, low all- stakes kind of no yeah. real big drama. Like uh, at, at somebody else would have made it crazier like he's an alcoholic chef or something and he's yeah. like his it would have been like the wrestler you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and no it's just like this little light movie it's as light as like the little pasta dish he makes for scarlett johansson you know like yeah. it's and all the food looks amazing in it and yeah. it's shot amazing like everything in the movie you're like god damn that looks so good mm. like i want to eat that the chocolate um the uh it's molten <laughs> the uh the lava cake I always, I, I might've talked to you before about this, but I always think that's his, uh, that movie is about his experience making like either the Marvel movies or Cowboys and Aliens. Yes. Yeah. In, in that like Cowboys and Aliens, if people don't remember is a Daniel Craig movie based off a comic book where, I mean, I think you can, kind of uh, guess you can if you don't know the title, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cowboys fight aliens. Yeah, and how explicit Daniel, can you be? Really? So I think it's Daniel Craig and uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford in it, and um, the guy Ford. from There Will Be Blood. What's his name? I have, I have the movie right here. Paul Dano. Um, Paul Dano. Yeah, yeah, the Riddler. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So 
I, I I've never gotten and Olivia Wild. Olivia Wild, yes, yeah. yes, that's what it is. Not Emily Blunt. So anyway, it's it's that, and it was a pretty spectacular bomb. I feel like the movie Chef is kind of the answer to that. In that, yeah, he's literally playing himself, and he's an artist, a chef. He's an artist who is trying to make a dish to sort of satisfy his artistic self, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to he wants to challenge himself artistically and creatively. And then the restaurateur, the financier of the restaurant, wants him to just stick to the the stuff that works already. Mm-hmm. And then in doing so, he gets blasted by the critics and loses his his restaurant because right. of all the bad press and stuff. And to me, that's like there's something I don't know. There's something metaphorically autobiographical about right. that story to me yeah. with John Favreau. And like, you know, I always think of when I watch a movie, it's like, why this movie? Why now? Yeah. And why this movie? Why now? Of, of the, him for him in that point in his career of like just embracing the art and going literally like that's him make him at the end starting his own food truck is him making that movie. Going yeah. back and making a small sort of not independent really. I don't know who produced that movie, but like a small movie for him after the big budget success of Iron Man and Iron Man Two and and getting in the big Hollywood. Just I mean, now you know, he's a Disney employee. I now know. he's yeah. Now yeah, he's making the best Star Wars stuff and yeah, the Mandalorian and. Um, the Lion Oh yeah, the Lion King. So yeah, he's a Disney guy now. Yeah, he's 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 entrenched. He's he's a yeah. made man. He's yeah. finally <laughs> made. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's just Iron Man is a brilliant. Iron Man's a brilliant, brilliant movie. So I, it's underappreciated in a weird way. It's one of those movies that like if they didn't make any sequels, it would be, it'd be considered a masterpiece. Like the Matrix. Yeah. The Matrix is a masterpiece to me. Yeah. Um, but if they didn't make any sequels, it would still stand alone and be like, holy shit, that's a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and it's funny with Iron Man's most of it is just improvised. It's just, I'm just going yeah. back and forth and, and all that. So that adds, and also I feel like it adds something to it, some, um, something organic. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, obviously they have a story and a way, a direction, but just uh, back and forth and then they're just kind of going off of each other and, they're experiencing the reactions yeah yeah it's really good so what do you think so back to the original conversations um so who do you see winning um the big awards this year for the oscars um let's look up i mean honestly i think uh everything everywhere all the all at once is going to be nominated and i think or it is nominated it is nominated i I think it's going to win Kind of, it's going to sweep, in my opinion, a lot. Really? Of I do. I think so. It has a lot of nominations. So, best picture is Top Gun: Maverick, Women Talking, Everywhere, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Banshees of Inisherin, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, Elvis, and Tar. Mm. Um, should we go in best picture, or should we do? Because best picture, or should we lead up to that? Uh, yeah, lead up to that one, okay, just like so, the award show. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how we want to do this. So, um, I mean, best sound. I mean, I don't. That's fine. Uh, whoever wins, best it, sound. Um, yeah. Avatar. Mm, no, so I think sound. I think Top Gun. Top Gun, Maverick, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, Elvis, and the Batman. 
I think Top Gun just because of the jet sounds and all that yeah. stuff. So it's just because yeah, you know, just uh, it's gonna just sound really awesome that they captured yeah. it. You know, so that's my well, that's my whoever guess. Whoever wins, I'm happy for you. That's, yes. You know. Hey, you know what? You're all winners in my book. It just <laughs> exactly. feels great to be nominated, right, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> the thing about All Quiet, I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, and I'm like, is this like going to be like this? Because it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder, is this going to be like a Dark Horse winner? Because it's nominated for a lot of stuff. And yeah. um, and I'm wondering if it's going to be like just some the weird like the crash of this year where yeah. it sneaks up on everybody and they're like, is this that good? Like, uh, I don't know, man. A, because they didn't just come out. It just came out. It was so, released. Yeah, it's a little bit later. Also, I don't, Netflix, I, I think they, they hate, they kind of like shit on Netflix, you know? Yeah. Netflix has tried. Netflix has been campaigning. Netflix has wanted a best picture award since, I mean, I don't even know. I think they won for Roma, right? No, they didn't. They wanted oh. to win for Roma. They wanted to win for Irishman. They wanted to uh, win yeah. for uh, Power of the Dog last yeah. year. They wanted to. They 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 try hard every year, and they haven't yeah. been successful. So, yeah. So see, that's what I think. Like, I just don't really see it popping off for for them. I mean, nobody's seen it. It's late in the season, yeah. and it's a remake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like it doesn't. For me, it doesn't stand out. Right. Okay. Not that uh, it's like, you know, not that it's, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Not, well, well. Yeah, exactly. Not that it's not warranted or merited. It's just, yeah. I haven't seen it. And it's, yeah. it's not as sexy as the other ones. Yeah, exactly. Best cinematography, Empire of Light, All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, and Tar. Mm, what do you think? I would say Elvis. It's the flashiest of all of them, probably. I haven't mm. seen Empire of Light, All Quiet, or Bardo. Yeah. Uh, Bardo looks interesting cinema, uh, you know, visually. Um, I heard it's not that great. And I love, I, I don't know if I love Inyaritu. Uh Alejandro Gonzalez Inyaritu, the director of um, Birdman, uh, 21 yeah. Grams on Modus Pedos. Yeah. One of the most depressing movies I've ever seen in my life. Beautiful with mm-hmm. Javier Bardem. Okay. It's literally one of the most bleak movies I've ever seen. You watch it and you're just like, God damn, dude. Like, <laughs> like I got to go out into the sun for a little bit because that shit was – that was fucked. Really? Uh, it okay. was really – it was one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen in my life and I've seen like fucking Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, that's a bad – that's a bad – I can't get through that one at the end. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, it's dark. That movie's dark. Like beautiful – the movie – the movie's called Beautiful. The movie Beautiful is bleak. It's just like <laughs> – God damn, dude! Like, can this dude catch a break? <laughs> you're just yeah. That, that's all you're doing when you watch that movie. Yeah. Um, um, I think best cinematography. It's either All Quiet on the Western Front. I think that's what that's Netflix, Netflix yeah. is going to win, or Roger Deakins because he's won it so many yeah. times that yeah. it's just going to give it to him. So, excuse me. Best makeup and hairstyling. Black Panther. All Quiet. Elvis. The Whale. Batman. Mm. Makeup and hairstyling. I'm just going to go with Elvis. Yeah, I'm going to go with Elvis too. Because the hair, everything is—is yeah. is Brendan Fraser like—is that a suit or is he really gaining weight? I think he's a suit. I think it's a fat um, suit, and I think he see? got some shit for that. Like, dude, you should fucking! How dare you dress up like a fat person? I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. Everyone, it's, calm down. Yeah, I know. Everyone, it's, it's one of those things. Like blue people don't get mad because they're doing mocap yeah. and portraying blue indigenous yeah. people. Guys, calm you down. Find some blue people. Um, best adapted screenplay: Living. 
uh, Top Gun Maverick, Women Talking, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Best adapted screenplay. Plus adapted. Oh, and I guess because I'm thinking about Glass Onion. Isn't that original? Yeah. But it's based on. Yeah, it's okay. based off like it sequels get best adapted. That's why Top Gun Maverick is best adapted as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Um, I would say because probably a little more traditional. All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. Mm. I haven't seen it. I'm going to go with Women Talking. Um, okay. Because I think they want to reward sarah polly and it's a play and i think when it's a play i think they the written word is a little more uh how do i say it the the written word the dialogue has to function differently than in right top Gun maverick so it takes not that it takes more skill more or less skill but it's a different it's sort of a different muscle Mm. and i think they reward that so I'm going to go with women talking. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll go with that too. I haven't seen it. I just think Top Gun, no. Not any chance in hell. Not really, yeah. Glass no. Onion, no. Even though I, I did like that movie and I think yeah. it's it, it's 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 creative and the murder mystery kind of thing, but it's yeah. somewhat goofy. They I don't think it really yeah. resonated with a lot of people. People I talked to, they were just like, oh, I just didn't like it because it was just too difficult to follow. Yeah. Um, and I just think when it comes to best adapted screenplay, they they always, they're more con- congratulating the source material. So I say right. all quiet on the Western Front, or I'll go with women talking as well. Mm. Best original screenplay: Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Banshees of Inisherin, Triangle of Sadness, The Fableman's Entire. I <laughs> what do you think? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I you got to go. The thing about best original screenplay is the word original wins every time, mm-hmm. and that's like the one like it's the one award where it's originality wins out more than anything. So best original screenplay, I have to go with everything everywhere all at once because it's so out there and so original. Mm. And in the sense that like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind won in 2004 because it's just so, the weirdest movie always wins best original screenplay in my opinion. Pulp Fiction was one best original screenplay. Um Every uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind won Best Original Screenplay. Um, trying to think of like something that was kind of like weird, um, but to me, yeah, original is the key word there. For I mean, Banshees of Inisherin could do it, I guess, and I feel like it might get like some weird love, but I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think about the last recent years about Best Original. Yeah, I guess you're right. Fargo won, Goodwill Hunting won. Yeah. Um, American Beauty, uh, Eternal Sunshine, Crash One Two too though. Um, yeah, yeah, Midnight in Paris, Django Unchained One, Prior, Spotlight. Uh I I'm gonna go the more political way. I think uh, the Fableans will win. Yeah, that's a good bet. That's yeah, a good it's bet. just because I don't think they'll win Best Picture, so they're gonna give Spielberg and Kushner that one. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. And it's also his life story, and he yeah. sat down and wrote it. It's his yeah. first screenplay in however many years. Yeah, that's um, why I feel like it's leaning toward that way. It's kind of more a political thing. Like, here yeah. you go, Stephen. Like, oh, you, you are so awesome. And, this and that. <laughs> you're the goat. Yeah. yeah. Best director, Martin McDonough, Be- Banshees of Inisherin, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Oslin for 
Triangle of Sadness, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinhardt, the Daniels, everything everywhere all at once, and Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans. Mm. I think I think it will be Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Because I don't think there's anything showy enough about Banshees of Inisherin. Tar is really, really well done. I don't think he's going to win. Todd Field does not strike me as that exciting. Of Ruben Oslin, I just watched Triangle of Sadness. I just finished it. And it's really, it's my kind of movie, honestly. I really mm-hmm. liked it. Um, I just don't think it's going to win. And then Everything Everywhere All at Once, they're too young. They're not going to mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. It's just one of yeah. those things where... Quentin Tarantino told the story about um, him hanging uh, out with Steven Spielberg hunting. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be that. It's exactly that thing. It's like, yeah, it's not your year. It's like, no, this is great, but it's just not, you guys are too young. They'll, they'll let you, you, you guys now have the cachet to make whatever movie you want at this point. Yeah. And you'll get it for something else, but it's not going to be this one. Yeah. I agree. Maybe it should be. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it's going to be Spielberg. It's Spielberg directing the movie about his life. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's just just give it to him. It's basically imagine. I mean, it's it's a, the world's one of the most excuse me one of the world's most famous powerful directors doing a biopic about himself. Yeah, <laughs> is, yeah, and yeah, just and it's about movies and about yeah. directing movies. I, I think Spielberg, yeah. yeah. And he pulled it off. and Yeah. Best supporting actor, Brendan Gleeson. Have you watched Brent, Banshees of Inisherin? No. Some of the other ones I haven't seen, so I have to sit down and watch all these uh, all these yeah. bad boys uh, over the weekend. All right. Uh, Brendan Gleeson for Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, which is fucking insane. Just came out of nowhere. Hmm. Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan for Banshees of Inisherin and Kei Hui Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, I, I I hope it's Kwan. Me too. He's yeah. just like, you know, you just want, and it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, is that the best performance? I don't know, but fuck it, man. Like, yeah, when's this but, guy going to get? Well, not get even the, that. I mean, uh, one thing I will say, I didn't even know when I watched it, that movie, I didn't know it was him until afterwards. Right. And oh. then I, I, yeah, I didn't know it was him. Like I just watched it and I was like, oh yeah, okay. And I was like, and I was thinking about, it, you know, he's, he is really good in the sense of, yeah. I, I was thinking about like best, per, best supporting actor. What does that mean? And it's always someone who seals a show, but not completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and that stands out, but they, they don't, they don't overbear the movie. And I think he really did that because he stood out to me. I was after watching, I was like, who was that guy? He was really good. And also he does have to play, um, different parts in the movie. You know, he's doing martial arts and then he's playing, um, in one of the universes, he plays like a successful Hollywood actor, you know, or I, I I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think I, I was really impressed by him. So, yeah. Yeah, I want him to win just because, you know, it like when you watch his, he won the Golden Globe and you're like, God, it would mean a lot to this dude. To win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't say it like that. I mean, well, I'm sure it means a lot to all of them. <laughs> yeah, it would. But it's like, but like, again, it's like Brendan Gleeson has been a fantastic actor for, for a while and he's going to continue working. Yeah. Ryan Tyree Henry is going to continue working. Judd Hirsch has had an amazing career. The scene he had one scene. It's it was good. 
Um, Barry Kilgan is a young guy who's already playing the next Joker. Oh, yeah, Joe Hirsch. He's you'll, like, be, you, you'll all be dead if it wasn't for my son, David. <laughs> you, oh, you know, you had the bar, the bodies. What is that place? Area 51. Yeah. You know them. And you see, he, listen, he should have won for that <laughs> Independence Day. Well, it's funny because he goes, he was like, I asked Steven Spielberg why he wanted me. He's like, because it's fucking Independence Day. He goes, yeah. that's why. I'm like, really? Yeah, like, yeah he said that. Yeah. He wanted that's why he wanted him because he's that's good this is the white house you you know something that they don't know oh they know all they know oh not this <laughs> um best supporting actor so we're gonna go with k kiku hui kwan uh i said it's fucked up it's k hui kwan oh this is right uh best original score babylon everything all everywhere all at once banshees of Sharon, fablemans and all quiet i'm gonna go with banshees of Sharon just because i don't know i don't know I don't like the score of these. I haven't noticed, honestly, to be. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with, I mean, John Williams for, yeah. is, this is his last score. So maybe John Williams. Oh, maybe. Yeah. He's retiring well, after this one. Oh, really? Well, yeah. that might be it then. They, might they, be it. I, I always put, put, put I mean, more cachet into the politics of it. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say John Williams. It's his last one, but he's also won so many that it's like, yeah, but they don't I, care. Like, listen, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like it's like you made a million dollars. Do you want to make yeah. another million next year? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, why not? I'm gonna skip best documentary short. Yeah, and do best supporting actress Angela Bassett for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Carrie Condon, Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Stephanie Sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Hong Chow for The Whale. Mm. which I didn't even know she was in that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to Angela Bassett just because there's so much heat around her. And um, yeah, you're going to give, I think they give it to Angela Bassett. So much heat. She done, She won a golden globe for it. And yeah. she does carry that movie. I mean, and not carry it completely, but she does stand out. I am the queen of the most powerful nation on this <laughs> earth. <laughs> What did yeah, she say? That, I don't remember. Like that was a killer line, though. Yeah, and she's like, "Have I not given enough?" Yes, and yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was like, "Preach, preach!" Gotta watch that again. And then also, I think she's gonna say something about Chad Chadwick. You know what I mean? She'll do a little yeah, dedication yeah, to him. If she wins, she'll be the first actor from any Marvel movie. She's the first actor from any Marvel movie to get a nomination for her performance. But if she wins, she'll be the first um, to Academy win? Award winner for a uh, Marvel movie. So, you know, Kevin Feige's like fucking running Shaking his kid. Like, yeah. He's like, who do I got to pay motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> oh, cinema ain't, uh, this ain't cinema. Martin Scorsese. Watch yeah, this. yeah. 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 Um, and then it'll probably lead to more like, um, Academy Award winners playing like a role like that in Marvel movies and upcoming yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll play Iron Man. Until, yeah. until someone plays fucking Craven and just embarrasses themselves with their oh, own yeah. like, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> so what'd you Daniel do, Day- Daniel, to like get prepared for all? Oh, I just, you know, I really lived in the woods and I hunted humans for sport. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Fuck it. Sean Penn plays Mole Man and fucking <laughs> says, I am Sam again. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
Uh, best supporting actress, best visual effects, Top Gun, Black Panther, All Quiet, Avatar, and Avatar. I mean, yeah. Let's best visual it. effects, Avatar. It's a done yeah. deal. Let me tell you right now. Let's shut the fuck up then. Done uh, deal. Best animated feature. Have you seen any of these? Turning Red? Uh, <clears throat> no, I didn't Guillermo, see that one. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio? No. Marcel the Shell with the shoes on? Marcel with the Shell with shoes on. No, I haven't seen any of these. Sea Beasts and Puss in Boots. I haven't. I've only seen Turning Red. Mm, no, Turning Red is uh, a Disney film or Pixar. Pixar. Well, they're the same. Um, I think Guillermo because it's just harder to yeah. do the stop motion. Stop motion, yeah. Uh, best actress: Andrea Riseborough. Riseborough to Leslie. She's gotten some controversy over this. Michelle Williams, The Fableman. Uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna Darmus for Blonde, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere. All what what happened with this controversy? I haven't heard this. So, um, so apparently Andrea Riseborough uh, was in this movie called Two Leslie, and Natasha saw it. She said she really liked it. She said she was amazing in it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is I guess she she started like a grassroots campaign, or someone started it on her behalf. Mm-hmm. She's very she has a lot of friends in Hollywood and is pretty mm-hmm. well connected. And so they started this like campaign and basically ended up getting her a nomination mm. through her, through some powerful friends. Okay. And people were like, that's kind of fucked up. But I mean, the way the game, what, isn't like, it? yeah, isn't that what Harvey Weinstein does? Or did? Yeah. Isn't that what like everybody, all the studios do? Like, yeah, it's just when you, I guess when you DIY it, it's not okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I think, kind of everything in life, like in the world of politics, yeah, it'll happen yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, also, it doesn't mean she's going to win. She's just yeah, nominated, she's right? So, that's fine. And so fuck let's, it. Be, let's be real, real. Let's be real, real. Um, it's probably going to be Michelle Yeoh. I think Kate Blanchett, like we said before, or I said before, I think Kate Blanchett was the best performance of the year. I think Kate Blanchett has had enough Oscars. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Michelle Yeoh's year. I just think she's, yeah. it's just her year. That's it. Yeah, that's okay. I think so too. Yeah, I think uh, I my money's on her. So, and I hope she wins because. Yeah. But, 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 but on the practical side, that movie is all her. Then yeah. she 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 pushes that movie. She's on. So she's doing martial arts. She's doing the same thing. She's doing different roles. Um, it's yeah. It's yeah. It's all her. Yeah, I mean, gonna be in the it, new. I just saw a trailer. Is she gonna be in the new fucking Shazam movie? Is that her? No, no, I'm know, sorry. no, no. It's but Helen Mirren. That's who it is. In um, in the Golden, Michelle Yeoh won the Golden Globe. In her speech, she was talking about, you know, I, I kind of given up on this, the idea that I would like ever be up here or like win anything. She's like, and I just kind of made peace with it. She's like, I work with great directors. I work with Steven Spielberg. I work with Jim Cameron. Then when her IMDb, I was like, what you work with James Cameron on? Because I mean, he's only made like nine movies. Or she something. did Avatar, right? She's in oh, the she's next doing Avatar. the next Avatar. Yeah, next I saw one. that. Yeah, like, she's in three, four, and five, or whatever. Yes. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. So, so yeah, but you know, give it to Michelle Yeoh. She's had a, you know, she's been great for a long time. Yeah, she's Kate been a Bond girl. I mean, she's Kate Blanchett's going to get nominated like in, if not next year, then in a year from now. It's like yeah, just, she's going to play you know, you know get fucking it. rock or something. Yeah, she's awesome. She's great. <laughs> yeah. We get it. Yes, we all agree. Michelle Williams is the one that I feel bad for because she's been nominated 17 times and hasn't won jack shit, and she's been great forever. Yeah, but trust me, she'll 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 get hers, man. I mean, she, yeah. it's just one of the same thing. She's young. She she'll probably be one of the, one of those uh, um, actors that is just 
you know she's going to be up there. I, sometimes you got to yeah. remember they got to fill these um, nominations up too. You know what I mean? Yeah, so true. every year they got to put like five or six people, and they just yeah. say, okay, well, this and that, and then you know Michelle will probably be that person where it would be like. Yeah, every year you're nominated, every year you're nominated. And then maybe one year she's like, oh, yeah, I'm nominated again. And if for her, it's just kind of whatever. And then, boom, she gets in and be like, then it's the real surprise. So, yeah, she, yeah, I, and, yeah, she's, she'll be all right. And I feel like once, sometimes when people get nominated and win, they stop doing good work. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it kind of happened to like Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts, and to some degree, I will say Reese Witherspoon. I would yeah. say Hillary Swank. I would yeah. say, even though she won twice, I think, but I would say Anne Hathaway too. Like Anne Hathaway was really trying to win an Oscar. And when she won it, she was like, all right, I'm just going to do oceans eight and just like fucking like bullshit. Like, yeah. And that movie where she was in a video game the whole time with <laughs> oh, serenity. <laughs> have you seen that? No, I just know it's. Oh like, my gosh. <laughs> you have to watch that. I, I mean, it's out. a, well, it's a bummer now cause you know the ending, yeah. but it's, it, if you didn't know the ending, that's a movie you have to watch. I, anyone listening, you have to watch this movie serenity with yeah. Matthew. Is it Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey. Is it? And, um, Joel Edgerton, I think is in it or something. No, he's an Aussie actor. I just don't remember. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up, but he's also in the great Gatsby that this guy, um, yeah. but it's a movie. Oh, I just gave it away. But like the, the ending, you watch this movie and you're like, what is happening? What is going on? And, and the ending, there's a twist and it is the furthest thing from any <laughs> hypothesis that you would have come up yeah. with watching this thing. It is it is out of control. So um, yeah, yeah, it is really out of control. I can't. I I I I I recommend people to watch it just because it is just so crazy that they 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 did this. So yeah. Jason Clark, that's the game of the the guy, yeah, Jason yeah. Clark. Yeah, he's always playing like a, a heavy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best actor: Brendan Fraser for *The Whale*, Austin Butler for *Elvis*, Colin Farrell for *Banshees of Inisherin*, Bill Nighy for *Living*, and Paul Mescal for *After Sun*. I think it's gonna be Brendan Fraser. He's just like that name that keeps coming up, keep coming up, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah. If, so I mean, here's the thing about this: mm-hmm. if it's Brendan Fraser, Michelle Yeoh, Ki Kihu Kwan. And who is the best supporting that we said? Angela. And Angela Bassett. I think Angela deserves it. But the other three, you're kind of like, is this like the Make-A-Wish Oscars? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, 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 like it's getting that vibe a little bit and not to be dismissive of what they did, but it's also yeah. like. But isn't like it how- like that after, after it's been like that for a while? You know, remember, yeah. remember when Jada's been like in a hashtag um, Oscar so white, and then after yeah. that, they overtly been saying we have to change and more diversity in Hollywood. Yeah. And then after that, it was just like not not that Parasite's not a great movie, but it was just like you know we got to give it to Parasite, or even more so, we got to give it to Moonlight instead of La La Land, yeah. which I think I'd rather watch La La Land. Honestly, yeah. I mean. Yeah. And La La Land has not very much substance to it. I always say it's like a cotton candy. It's just fun to have. You put it, you eat it, you have it, you watch it once in a while, and it's just fun and it's not really that difficult to deal with. Yeah. Um, but they gave it to a movie about 
what the gay black dude dealing with life right like and it just it was like not that yeah. it's like uh, boring or like minuscule or anything it's just one i don't i don't know man it's just that it's movie just, to me like that bother that movie bothers me on a level that like and it's not bad it's not a bad movie but the acceptance uh, the overpraise that white people give that movie yeah. is so weird to me in that like it's like everything and let me hear, like the liberal yeah, white yeah, people, yeah, yeah, like yeah, conservative white. They don't care about moonlight. Yeah, but yeah. It's, to me, it's like everything that like the liberal white people who want to fetishize black people in that way or want to under I, I want to understand. It's like a gay black dude who has a crackhead mom. Like yeah. Like, yeah. This is like all checking a lot of boxes of like, yeah. and it's like serious and yeah. like introspective. My question is, I, have you ever met like a hood dude, like a black dude, anyone from the hood that's been like, yo, I'd really dug Moonlight. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, like we were talking about know. earlier the week, they've watched, they're watching belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I don't know these people. Like, I don't know who these white people are that meet these you know, hood gay black dudes who have crack smoking moms. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, have you seen, man. there's a video out there it's online and there's like this, it's a, it's a, there's two people, one's male, one's female. And they're, they're fighting about, um, it's in the U S it's, they're fighting about like a parking space or some shit like that. Something so small. And one dude, one dude's a black dude and the other one's like a white lady. And they're arguing with each other about like, Oh, I'm supposed to park here. And then this lady just puts out like, I understand your pain. I understand you've been oppressed, but this is not how you express yourself. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Just move the fucking car. He's not talking about all this shit. You know what I mean? And that's when I, the vibe I get when I like, when people are, when people are like, Oh, just moonlight. I'm like, really? Like, I don't come on, man. Like, yeah, sometimes that happens though. Like we're, where like white, liberal white America thinks like, Oh, this is, let me tell you something. It's not, it's just not America too. It happens here in Australia too. Yeah. Yeah, It happens too. Cause I meet a lot of people. There's a neighborhood here called Fitzroy and that's where it's, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of like Brooklyn in the sense of open and stuff. And I've met some people here and they would just uh, 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 speak this rhetoric of like, no, we, we want, um, um, uh, the immigrants in our country, we can't just shut the borders. And I was like, and, and they'd be like, so where do you want them? But like, like not in our neighborhood, not in Fitzroy, yeah, but right. like, <laughs> like wherever. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot I, of places all over the world. Going back to the, the point is like, is this, is Brent is giving Brendan Fraser and Kihu Kwan, is this the make a wish Oscars or cause in my opinion, I think, I think, I don't think Brendan Fraser is going to win. Really? Okay. I don't think so. I think Colin Farrell is going to win, honestly. Wow. Okay. I think he was actually very, very good in that. I think he's been very good for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, and it's, he's been weirdly like he's, he's been making a comeback since like 2005, basically. Yeah. Like, he, what he's done, he's done the smart thing. He's playing just character roles yeah. in the sense of like, I thought he was awesome in uh, the gentleman, the guy Richie movie was oh, that like awesome. boxer trainer. Everybody was uh, great. In yeah. Everyone was good. I, I saw, I met, you know, I, I was talking to somebody and they were like, I didn't like it. And I was like, why? What was it? It was like, Oh, it's too much like a guy Richie movie. I was like, 
It is a guy rich movie. Movies, what the yeah. fuck do you want? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you? So like, like uh, the Wes Anderson. I just too Wes Andersony. I was like, but that's what the motherfucker does. It's not like yeah. every movie is a Wes Anderson movie. Every one of his movies is a Wes Anderson movie, and that's yeah. what you go for. To yeah. like once every two years, when the guy puts out a movie, you go for some fucking cute ornate shit <laughs> yeah where people are just like staring off into space and you know yeah. there's everything's very symmetrical so yeah exactly it's if just you what don't it like is it, stay away from it when it comes out so every you year. don't have you seen the whale i have not seen the whale i want to uh, see the whale. me neither this, this 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 thing is like like a freaking uh hidden like a video or something like that because yeah, it's just it's like it, it's just it's like the r kelly sex tape everyone's like have you seen <laughs> it like have you heard yeah yeah this is like it's crazy the video is crazy and i'm like what is the movie out yet no no and i've only seen clips of him in the suit when he's just like i just want my life to mean something some shit like that right and he's just like yeah. he's crying and stuff and i'm like okay what I want to. I gotta see this movie, man. Like, so funny. I just look. I looked up and I was like, "When is the whale stream? Excuse me. When is the whale streaming? The whale, the latest installment in the whale franchise, is coming to Disney Plus on July 8th. I was like, "What? <laughs> is that right?" <laughs> and you know what right the fucked up thing about it is? Because right. I don't know what I'm, I don't. I don't know much about the, the movie. I don't know the synopsis. I'm just want to go in to yeah. watch it, right? But I see like the movie's called The Whale and it's Brendan Fraser in this like he's like obese and stuff. And I was like, yeah, are yeah. they just making fun of this guy? Is he the whale in the movie? Is that what yeah. it is? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I hope there's a better explanation. Yes, exactly. Um, so what do you got? Uh, for, for best actor? Brendan Fraser, Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Bill Nighy, and Paul Mescal. No, I, I mean, I think I'm going to, uh, it's going to be, I just think it's going to be Brendan Fraser because he's just got so much heat on him. Austin yep. uh, Butler, even though yep. if it was, if that movie came out early, uh, later in the year, yep. maybe, but because this motherfucker is still. Elvis, still you know, you have seen him like it's yeah. like like two years ago. He was like, "Hi, I'm Austin Butler," and I was like, "Hey, Austin." Oh, 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 I just want to thank everybody. And, uh, oh yeah, I just uh, even it, he doesn't even sound like that in fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I just I just want to thank all your cool cats and kittens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The only thing they can do for me is buy my records and shine my shoes. <laughs> you ever heard that quote from Elvis? I've heard of it. I never. As, yeah, it's it's like an urban movie? legend. Sorry, okay. say again. It's an urban legend. It's an. I don't know if it's really. I think it's been disproved, but apparently, you know, back in the day, he he. Um, some reporter asked him about like how does he feel about um like you know african-americans and their music and him using their music and apparently that was his response the only thing they can do for me is buy my records and shine my shoes mm. so yeah Ooh. so oh boy. but I, I guess i don't think there's really much validity to that elvis so. was a hero to most of straight yeah. up right this is like motherfucking man john wayne <laughs> yeah that's the hardest line <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great austin wins austin butler wins and he just yeah. says it up there <laughs> you know elvis was a hero the most <laughs> but he went from that never, shit uh, and he just like <laughs> drops the accent finally <laughs> yeah he just started talking like chuck t yeah <laughs> straight up racist he brings flavor flavor with him just yeah. to say that Boy! Yeah. <laughs> oh man anyway last one best picture top gun maverick women talking everything everywhere all at once the banshees of inna sharon triangle of sadness 
The Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, and Tar. Mm, I haven't seen it, but just because I feel like they always go conservative, I'm going to go the Banshees. Mm. Um, yeah. Or All Quiet on the Western Front. One, one, what? But it might be a surprise. Coda won last year, right? Yeah. Um, that was like a Heartstrings movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the Heartstrings I, movie this year is The Fablemans, right? I or guess. I haven't seen it yet. No, I just think that movie is going to be just too crazy that they're not going to give it to them. They And, they, and they've given the two actors the award already, right? Yeah. And then according to your theory, they're going to give them best original, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's three already. There's no one best ever. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think they're going to play it safe. They'll go with the Banshees or All Quiet on – I All Quiet will probably less because it's Netflix. I'm sorry, Netflix. I, I have an account. I love you guys, but I'm sorry. Um, I think they're going to give it to Banshees. Everything else, Elvis, no. I really don't I really don't see it. Yeah, I really I, I really don't see it happening. Um, Top Gun definitely not to popcorn. Um, women of women talking they're going to get best um, adapted. So no. Triangle of Sadness I don't know, don't know anything about it. Avatar, no, best visual and it's fresh and it's new and it's now it's too franchisey. Yeah. I think Banshees Banshees of Inisherin, interesting. Yeah. Is it possible they go with Top Gun Maverick? I can't stop looking at the name Top Gun Maverick, and un- right under it says Best Picture. I could see it in a weird way. Is he? Like, is Tom Cruise a producer on that movie? He has to be, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. No, that's it. I don't think they're going to give him. No a, way. Has he won? He, on, yeah, he won an Oscar for Born of Fourth of July, right? No, he's nominated. He's never won. Uh, yeah, so he's not going to win this year. I think. I'm sorry. It's just. I, I I think this this stuff p- plays into it, man. Like these personalities, like you, yeah. your your position in Hollywood and stuff. I just don't think, um, yeah. Um, I know oh, he was also nominated for Magnolia too. Um, I just don't think, yeah. I don't think he's gonna he's gonna win it for for that. Even though yeah. it's one of the biggest movies, it's probably the biggest movie on that. Well, no, Avatar made a billion dollars, didn't it? Yeah, they're rounding out to two billion. Um, um, yeah, I just don't think Top Gun. Go is ahead. Possible that is it possible that any of the two highest grossing movies win? Like to me, I'm no, looking- because they've never they don't do that, man. I mean, yeah. like look in the past. I just it's just me, just me. Yeah. I think the Oscars at the end of the day. And it's funny because I have a – I don't know if I told you. I have a book about the Oscars. Like it, yeah. it, it details like the creation of the Oscars and how it started and, and the history yeah. of it. I just think at the end of the day, they feel like they – it's not the Academy Awards. It's the um, – um, it's the – what's it – the, the – um, Motion Pictures. The, the, yes, Academy the Motion Academy Picture. of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. It's yeah. – they've – I, they, I think they have this thing of like prestige and, mm, and seri- yeah, serious films and stuff. So, yeah, I, I think Top Gun will win the MTV Movie Awards, yeah, uh, but not the Academy Awards. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, because I'm looking at this list and I'm like, well, to me, Everything Everywhere All at Once is the best film of 2022. I mean, I haven't seen Avatar. I haven't seen Women Talking. I haven't seen 
All Quiet on the Western Front. I haven't seen Avatar, but I've seen the rest. And I'm like, of all of them, to me, the one that resonates the most is Everything Everywhere All at Once. But I don't mm. think they're going to give it that one because it's almost too small in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's too indie. It's too small. It's too, it's not like grandiose enough. And like, I could see the Fablemans winning and everybody being upset. I could also see All Quiet on the Western Front winning and just being like, everybody go, huh? And then everybody watches it and goes, okay. Um, yeah, and it makes – and All Quiet too is like a war picture. It's a remake. I, I don't know. Yeah, I just – yeah. I'm, it's a lot of box Academy boxes. But the yeah. Avatar, Avatar and the Top Gun of it all are interesting because it's like, what are we – best picture, what are we saying? It's like – the best movie if we're saying the best movie of 2022 is it avatar still it's everything everywhere all at once because to me it's like that is that is both movie and film right in terms of like makes a lot of money like popcorn movie fun popcorn movie but also has deep enough stuff to make it like a film wait what are you talking about avatar sorry everything everywhere all at once oh gotcha okay Whereas Avatar is like, why we go to the movies? So I'm wondering right. if that's what what we're, that's why we go to the theaters in a time where the theater experience is struggling and is facing extinction. Is that the mm. film that gets rewarded? Top Gun, Maverick, mm. and Avatar? Or- uh, yeah, mm. yeah, I know what you mean. No, I just don't. I don't know because I look at the past. Like I look at just the previous winners, Coda, right? No man, uh, Nomad Land, Parasite, yeah. Green Book, The Shape of Water, Moonlight, Spotlight, uh, Birdman. These aren't like big blockbuster movies. They yeah. aren't. They, these movies aren't movies. And like, I'm going to go to the theaters to watch these movies. Twelve Years a Slave, you know, Argo. These. I don't know. I just don't see them as being like movies. I want to go to go out to watch this movie because I got to go right. see this thing. You know, I just right. don't. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Is it like in 12 Years a Slave 2000, uh, 2013 was nominated the same year as uh, Wolf of Wall Street? And Wolf of Wall yeah. Street, I think it's the classic movie. It like right. it stands the test of time. And that's a movie I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to the theaters to watch it. Um, Spotlight to 2015, same year, Mad Max Fury Road. And that's a movie you go out to to, yeah. to, to watch, you know? Um, um, I'm trying to think what else. La La Land, of course, but um, with Moonlight the same year. Um, um, uh, uh, Shape of Water came out and fuck it, Dunkirk. Back- yeah, but maybe you- Dunk. Maybe maybe and just uh, one thing. Maybe All Quiet on the Western Front won't win because war movies haven't been winning the last couple of years too. Dunkirk was nominated, didn't win. Um, I just fuck saw it. like let's go Coda last year and Spider Man No Way Home. You know what I mean? It wasn't nominated, right? Like. Like what do you, what do you watch? Spider Man No Way Home. No, yeah, it wasn't nominated, but was it wasn't nominated. Like, okay, I'm yeah. just saying it's like oh, which yeah. one are you gonna watch? Like, yeah, which one is the one you go to the movies for? Yeah, I'm going to go to yeah, and Spider Man was one of the biggest movies of that year. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what and Dune. Yeah, Dune came out too, and that was a big movie. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah, I'm saying it's just they just uh, they just don't. It's not about. <sighs> I feel like, like if they gave it to yeah. one of those movies, they'd be admitting like, well, like <laughs> intelligentsia is dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Like they'll be just like, yeah, like the fact that they nominate them is the award. And it's like, yeah, we, we yeah. recognize you. We recognize you. 
yeah. we, we have to recognize you. You made a billion dollars, and this is what you know. People go to the movies. Gen- yeah, this is what average you know, Joe six pack goes to the movie for. But general audiences go for the movies f- to to watch. You know, Top Gun, and uh, but it's but it's not like you, I I always look at it, these are kind of want to be sophisticated filmmakers. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm sorry, that's just. That's just it's, it's just what the vibe that they're going for, in my opinion. So, so final final pick, Banshees of Inisherin for you for best picture. Yeah, uh, yes, I'll I'll stick with that one. Yeah, because yeah, I think the war pictures haven't been winning in a long, long time, and those are uh, kind of for a while they were kind of like. It, like no, nineteen seventeen, for instance, didn't win t- in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, um, Dunkirk didn't win in twenty seventeen. Like it, it, Hacksaw Ridge didn't win in twenty sixteen. So, yeah. yeah, Banshees. You know what? I'm gonna go against everything I think, and I'm just gonna say everything, everywhere, all at once. Best picture. Fuck it. All right. Yeah. You heard it well, here first. You heard it here. Folks. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see you at the movies. No. Yeah. for Hollywood. I didn't know what I missed from those awards. So it's like, at, 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 I think this is one of the greatest um, uh, Oscar moments is when um, uh, Three Six Mafia won for best original song for it. it it's, yeah. uh, uh, it's, it's hard out here for Pimp. Cause like you know they weren't expecting to win, and but yeah. they were just so happy, and they ran out, and they're like, "Man, I love you, I love you." And George Clooney, uh, I think it was um, Juicy J, goes, "George Clooney, like you, you my man, man. You, you really show me some love and stuff like that." <laughs> <laughs> and then they left, and then and then uh, and John then John Stewart. Stewart, who was hosting, he was like, "Man, I wish I was excited as they were." <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. He makes some joke, and it was like really, it was like on point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also goes, and this is before he won, but he goes, no, yeah. and for the record, three, six mafia, one Oscar, Martin Scorsese, zero. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then, he, and then he goes, I think it just got a little bit easier out here for a pimp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the best. But anyway, uh, where can, uh, where can the kids find you? Oh, um, I'm online. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, draw underscore Esquire DRO underscore ESQ. I have a, um, a letterbox. Um, I should start uh, posting up more reviews. It's just, I, you know what I'm going to do now? It's just, I'm just going to break them down to like haikus because I'm just going to, I think it's a lot more challenging for myself and it's just easier for the uh, readers to digest my reviews and it's just going to be better for everyone. So I'm going to break down my reviews to like simple haikus and it's going to be just good for everyone. So check me out on Letterboxd as well. Petra Duran, P-E-D-R-O-D-U-R-A-M. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share the link soon. All right. Uh, you can find me at Christian Duran SVP. Um, uh, Christian Duran SVP on Instagram. Uh, Christian Duran Comedy.com for all your Christian Duran needs. I failed to mention that I am a comedian. <laughs> so Christian Duran Comedy.com for all your Christian Duran needs. My album, King Latifah, is available on all streaming platforms. And of course, my letterbox is uh, for all the movie stuff that you love and uh, all the reviews I post and log. You can check out my very recent review of I Heart Huckabees, which I haven't seen in a long time. And uh, maybe I'll talk about next week. So, um, Mm, yeah, but anyway, thank you guys so much. Have a good week. Bye.